everybody welcome back to another episode of simply unprofessional i'm your host webby i'm back uh hopefully this time more permanently than i have been recently uh joining me tonight we got devin hey everybody how's it going what's up we got rob hey guys it's rob and we got special guest donnie joining us this week special donnie this is just donnie this is where you st- Donnie, just say hi. I said hi, I'm special. Can you not hear me? I, I heard we heard special. My internet sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does. Alright, so sadly last week I did watch Chucky with you guys. I sat down and watched the movie with you guys. I sadly could not make it to the recording. Uh, I had more I, I'll just say surgery stuff going on. Uh, the bear has knocked out more teeth, and it was all messy. It was bad. I was in lots of pain. Um, but if any of you have any questions, I, I did write on the Facebook page for the Simply Unprofessional that if you guys had any questions or wanted to know my thoughts or whatever about the ch- Child's Play movie, uh, shoot me some questions. I'll answer them. It's fine. We got a little bit of time, Webs. Go ahead and just you take five minutes and throw what you thought in there real quick. All right. I thought the movie was all around. I thought it was good. I don't like some of the changes they made from like the, what the original film was like um, him essentially just being a robot that was malfunctioned essentially like an AI malfunction. Uh, I did prefer the, the whole like soul of a serial killer being put into a doll aspect of the horror movie from the first one. I thought it made Chucky more have more of a personality. Um definitely made it seem scarier. This movie was more just kind of comedic to me, I feel. Uh, But it did have Aubrey Plaza in it, which was a plus for me. So, yeah. It was her best acting role yet. Listen... I'm saying... Listen, she had that... For a minute there? No, she had... For a minute there? She had that movie where she was a nun, which was that funny. Was, no, that was terrible. No, it was funny. That was a terrible had movie. John C. Riley, who played the priest. That's fine. It was still a terrible movie. No, it was good. And then it, Life After uh, Beth. I mean, the, that, only, that the was, only bad thing about Life After Beth was smooth jazz. The anyway, only bad thing moving about Life forward. After Beth was the, the script. <laughs> Oh, I, mean, I guess, I guess, yeah. the The writing was bad. It wasn't her acting that was bad. It was the it writing. Does, it, I don't have an issue with Aubrey Plaza's acting. It's just very often she plays Aubrey Plaza. I will yeah. say this: in Child's Play, I actually got a hint of another character besides Aubrey Plaza. Fair. So that was her best acting role yet, in my opinion. Good Fair. job, Aubrey Plaza. You're not playing yourself. Hey, you know what, Aubrey? If you're listening to this ever. Even ten years from now, I love you. 
I, mean, I, I still, I still love says. you. I still okay. love you. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I keep it real. Uh, so this week we sat down, we watched a movie that Donnie said he hadn't even watched. That's why we invited Donnie to watch and do the SU with us. Uh, otherwise, it's a movie that we've all watched, but it, I, like I've seen it once back when it first came out. Um, but I played the game or games, I should say, um, for the most part. But you this week, any of I did, I did not finish the first one. I feel like I finished the second one. But I know for sure I did not finish the first one. Um, And I refuse to go back and try to finish it now. So I feel like it's probably outdated by now, too. Like with all the games out there. I really want to remaster. Like, I'm still sad they they canceled PT. Like, that wakes me up and I feel so bad about it. Yeah. Like, I, I I was so looking forward to that game. But. Uh, so this week, yeah, we we sat down. And we watched Silent Hill, um, which I I did inform Rob that I had a question regarding one at least one aspect of the movie, and he'll be able to answer that for me. He said so. That's good. Uh, all in all, I mean, overall, I'll come out of the gate. Overall, I thought the movie was enjoyable. Um, there were a couple scenes where some of like the, the monsters or creatures in, in the movie, or if I knew something was going to be coming up, I would just look over at my other monitor and I was just like, Oh, what's happening over on Facebook? Just to, you know, not get that jump scare effect too bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, what did you guys think of the movie? Donnie, this was your first time seeing it, right? Yep. What did you think of the movie overall? Uh, I liked it. I, uh, I think some of the, well, most, every one of the creatures in it were pretty, pretty creepy. And I like the darkness and theme of it all. Okay. Now, did it bother you when we were watching it that we were making those offhand comments about how poor certain parts of the movie were? Like, like what they got wrong or, or. Uh, uh, not necessarily what you were saying, but there were a couple times that the comments, like, I couldn't hear what was being said over it. Yeah. I guess. But, I mean, not nothing too bad, I wouldn't think. Most of us are pretty considerate. I, I just want to know in what city police officers wear skin tight leather pants. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair. I'm going to defend that, to be fair. That's what they had the chick wearing in the actual game. Like, what's her name? Right, I so. get it. That's so, I mean, to be, I mean, Silent Hill, I will say Silent Hill is the best video game wrong. movie I'm adaptation. I'm going to stop you right there. Stop no. you Hold right on. there. You're wrong. Super Mario does not count. Fuck it you. It does. Okay, <laughs> it does not. It, that movie is good for all the wrong reasons. So no, Super uh, Mario Brothers is best adaptation. Su- no, <laughs> Silent Hill is the best video game adaptation that is still a video game adaptation, uh, and and that did Excluding not including Mario. Okay, and I did gotcha, not gotcha. and did not <laughs> inherently bankrupt a studio. Um, which for the record, that was Sonic the Hedgehog. Like them redoing all those remakes actually bankrupt the studio that did it really yeah the studio that went through and redid all of the, all that stuff actually basically ran out of money so is there <laughs> not going to be a sequel to that movie then i'm not saying that, no, no i'm saying the studio that re- that did all the remakes like all the re all basically all the reanimations yeah um yeah no they went under 
Uh, I'm not, so there could still be another one, but it'll be a different studio that does it. Right. So that sucks. But I mean, Silent Hill, like it's for me, it's always been one of my favorite video game movies because I think they did pretty well. Like they, I know both people, the writer and the director were both huge fans of the games. They wanted to stay true and they actually had to write like an essay to Konami to get the rights to the, make the movie in it. Cause they were so protective about it. They're like, cause they saw basically all these other video game movies that come and fail dramatically. Yeah, I will say it video was, game movies, video game two movie adaptations have not been great. Yeah. They saw all those happening. So they were like, really like there were people who wanted to do it and they just kept turning them down going, no, 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 because we don't, they didn't want to spoil. They didn't want to spoil anything. They didn't want to spoil the franchise. But, you know, the writer, he wrote, like, an essay and, like, wrote in and was like, look, this is what I want to do. Here's the early parts of the script. So then they approved it. He found other people who were fans of the games to, like, work on the movie with him. Oh, yeah, no, I, I really like it. They did change some stuff around. Um, and ironically enough, like, the biggest complaints people had about the movie were the husband's perspective. Like, they, they're like, this added nothing to the movie. Right? Um, right wasn't really the director's idea that was all the studio the, the director told them they were like that's not gonna but they because okay so in the game you play as a male character they were like well he wanted to spin it for more of the maternal side be like i feel like people will be able to have that more of that connection of you know that maternal connection of like the mom trying to find the kid also too it puts out your main character in more of a vulnerable vulnerable position right right so they were like, you know, let's go with the female character. Like, okay, that's cool. So the husband's character, they really didn't want to have he, he didn't they didn't want to have him in there at all. They were like, this movie needs men, so give us the husband. Like, so that's why the studio forced him to do that. They recut it and forced him to have that in there. But uh, ironically enough, the part that that is what the biggest criticism about that movie was was the fact that his parts added nothing. It just made that movie too long. Like, movie's two hours long, right? You could have cut out all the parts with the husband. It would have changed anything, and then we would have been about 25 or 30 minutes shorter, which would have been a little bit better. Yeah, I think the only real part about the husband scenes that were not even integral to the movie, but uh, fit in the best, I suppose, and and helped with my, you know my understanding of it and everything was essentially him going to the orphanage and finding out that there was a um a girl who looked just like his adopted, you know, daughter and trying to figure out who the mother was. So Right. Right. That's really Which I, Yeah, I mean, but I mean, in I guess generally that part became important only because he was looking for her in the first place. Right. And if so if if he wasn't looking for her in the first place, that part wouldn't have been that important. Fair. So it's like you know what I mean? So it's kind of like you have all of that to justify that part or have none of it and then you don't really miss it. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I and generally I actually just generally do like the movie. Uh, I think they did a really good job of kind of representing what, what the husband, they representing, uh, what is it? Three? Three realms of reality? Four realms of reality? The real world, the fog world... Three worlds. Three was reality. I think it's three. It could be four. I'm that was all lost on me. 
So there's three realms of reality. So you have the of uh, for Silent Hill, you have like the actual like real world where like the husband and all the people are in. So basically, think of it kind of like layers, like they're layered on top of each other. So like like he, like the husband smelt her, smelt her perfume, like they're in the same place, but just in different layers of reality. And because Silent Hill, because like the representation of um, was it Alyssa, Alisa? Whatever her name was. Alyssa, yeah. yeah. It was like the representation of of Alessa's um like her emotions and her like her direct psyche. So it was like those worlds kinda of, so you had like the you had the kind of the and everybody was trapped there because of her. So you had the like the smoky world the, 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 you had the Ash Realm, which was like purgatory. So you had that, which kind of like, you know, it was like the purgatory realm. You had, so you had the real world, you had like the purgatory realm, and then we saw things get peeled away. It was like kind of like the hell dimension and like all of her, you could say like her negative emotions, like her anger and all of that. Because like, like it's implied, like when she went in and she grabbed the dudes, because uh, like so the whole reason why she got burned was for well, she was taken away for purity's sake. Was because the janitor, the guy who was who was like uh, fucking uh, Bob wired up in the bathroom, he raped her. Yeah. So he raped her, and then they found out, and then they were like, "Oh, we're gonna purify her," and da 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 da. And then during that whole like scenario, they were gonna like I guess purify her with fire. She, her powers kind of awoken, and then they realized that, and then they were gonna oh, but they were gonna purify her. I'm not mistaken, they're gonna purify her. That her powers awoken while that was happening, and then they were like, "Oh shit, she's a witch. We're gonna burn her." And then that failed, and then everything caught on fire, and that's kind of how the whole town went down. But yeah, I mean, so Silent Hill, there's you know, there's is is the different layers of pretty much everything in Silent Hill plays back around to like emotions, psyche, and everything like that. And that's kind of why I do like a little bit more because it kind of it it's like a town that preys on the people that are in it and everything's kind of personal. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Um, so Rob, actually, well, fun fact, since you mentioned the janitor, the guy who played the janitor, who was also that weird barbed wire monster dude who had the key fragment in his mouth, also is the guy who plays Pyramid Head, apparently? According to the um, IMDB? I believe so. So, I, I guess they saved some money having that guy uh, do double duty. Yeah, I mean, everybody... Every, yeah, everybody in the movie... Every, all the, like, all the stunt coordinator people... Well, not the... All, like, the, all the nurses and everybody's doing, like, those... They're all, like, dancers and contortionists. Because they wanted, like, the practical effects. Yeah. As opposed to just being completely CGI'd. They wanted, like, realistic practical effects. Or, like, people, like, moving freaky and shit. But, man, I do love me some Pyramid Head. Um. Mm. Now, Rob, what did you? What were your thoughts on this movie? Like, how, what did you think of the movie? And you've seen it before, um, correct? Yeah, I saw it once before. I might have seen it in theaters. I'm not sure. Um. But, I mean, I, I liked it. I liked it then. Uh, I mean, it's not quite exactly like the game, but, I mean, movies never really are. 
So <laughs> it's well, it's not it's not perfect because they combined they combined plot points from one, two, and three. They did change it up a little bit, like with the yeah. whole cult scenario. Specifically, that's the biggest change is the whole cult scenario in like why the cult was trying to like they wanted in the movie they wanted to burn her for a witch in the game they wanted to sacrifice her. They wanted to combine the two back together, then sacrifice her to like um to like release their god if I remember correctly. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I mean it's good. It's actually like because all the scary shit that's happened, it's scary. But then you find out it's happening for a reason. Like it's basically the, the hell for these people, but they're managing to like stay out of it. Like they already like all died, but their spirits are like in this hell realm where she's now. So it's kind of like oh, okay, well, it's really more of a revenge fantasy thing. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Now, none of the innocent people are ever actually hurt by the monsters, so. So now, if the mother, Rose, right? So the whole reason they went to Silent Hill as a premise is her daughter, her her adopted daughter, who's like eight or nine years old or something, yeah. um, would, would like sleepwalk and then draw all these pictures. And then like while she was sleepwalking, she would like, color over the pictures and make them all like hellish and scary uh and in her dreams she would keep saying silent hill over and over and over again yeah so the mom had the bright idea essentially of finding out where silent hill was and essentially bringing her there and figuring out you know what's up try to cure this uh and then some shit goes down they get law they get separated and then she ends up walking into this town and looking for her daughter and then just, it's all foggy, and you, you see, like, it looks like it's snowing, but you realize that it's ash falling from the sky. Uh, and then, like, at certain times in the fog realm, I guess we'll call it, uh, you'll hear, like, the chimes of, like, the uh, of like a clock tower. Uh, and then some air raid sirens, right? Or maybe it's just air raid sirens? I thought there was a clock tower. Anyway, but you'll hear air raid there's, sirens. There's, like, that church. The, they came from the church. Yeah. Um, the air raid sirens were on top of like the church, which had like this big steeple thing. Yeah. And then when the air raid sirens go off, everything starts like peeling away and like forming all these like crazy ass creatures. Uh, and that's where shit goes down. So now my question is you said innocents don't get hurt. If the mother was just like wandering around town and she was out during like the air raid siren part, like would those monsters have killed her? I don't. No, I don't think so, because, I mean, they tried, so maybe, because, like, especially when Pyramid Head tries to stab her and the cop, but they managed to get away. But the other mother wanders around perfectly fine, so I don't know. Like, she just stays out there and wanders around all the time. Right. Alessa's mother, so. Well, I mean, she's also, like, Alessa's mother, so it's a good chance that, you know, a good chance purposely brought Sharon and what's her face there. So I don't know. Maybe they were just trying to like get her and bring her. I think her. it was yeah, I think it was more or less like she was using the fear of being killed as a plot device to move keep her moving forward yeah. and keep her discovering things. Gotcha. Alright. Huh. Um, so I will say obviously spoilers. Yeah, I always mention this mid Mid conversation. Obviously, there's going to be some spoilers. Oh, by here. now, if we're, if we're talking about yeah. a movie, a spoiler you know alert. Moving forward, spoilers for everything we're doing when we talk movies. Because if we're Sorry talking much. about a movie, we're going to talk about the movie. 
sorry if this is the first episode of ours you've ever listened to, since you won't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so moving Movie forward. from 2006. It's 14 years old. Yeah. What was for it. a 14-year-old movie? Uh, Donnie. Yo. Who is your favorite character? Oh. Damn. Can you come back to me and let me think about that? I can also then think about who your favorite monster is. Oh, okay. Okay. Devin, who is your favorite character? Pyramid Head be my favorite character and my favorite monster. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was easy. Uh, Rob, who is your favorite character and or monster or both? My favorite character was the cop. And Civil. my favorite. Yeah. And my favorite monster was the freaking. Uh, well, the demon actually. The demon was my favorite. The the little girl. Yeah. 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 I I mean, if I had to like pick like standout actor, I would probably agree with Rob and say the little girl playing like the demon, Alessa, really nice. Just because like she actually managed to be really creepy. Um, yeah. At parts, just like herself. Like I mean, at, she was kind of like crazy sometimes the, too, where she's like, "Blood oh, is just fine. raining down," and she's just doing like the skipping around in a circle as blood just pours over everywhere. Yeah, or like at the end when it's like, uh, "Don't look," and she's staring at her. She has this weird like head cock going on, like yeah, staring that, right that, at her. I won't lie, that freaked me out. So, I will. Okay, let me preface this, listeners. We watched. We started watching this. Fuck, close to like eleven thirty or something like that. Uh, yeah, it, it was like I think eleven forty-five when you were like the time all the technical difficulties got out of the way. Yeah. we started watching at like eleven thirty. I think all the technical difficulties were like eleven forty-five. So it was like we finished it at o'clock. two in the morning. It was two yeah. o'clock when we finished. My house was pitch black. Which is the time to watch a horror movie? You don't no. watch a horror movie. You watch a horror movie when it's pitch black. I watched the horror movie. Lights out. Nope. Nothing. I watched a horror movie at noon on a sunny day. That is I'm not when gonna I lie. Like. Movies. Like, I, like I'm not gonna lie. I kind of want to like do like a horror movie, like a horror movie viewing party within a horror. Like, so do a horror movie viewing party, but like rent a house that you you're not familiar with. Nope. Turn out and listen. No. The lights. Turn out all the lights. It won't work. And then like just and then just the like fuck with people more. Sprinkle like Legos on the ground and you shit. Could not pay me. <laughs> enough to do this i'm not saying like go to like an abandoned asylum and then bring like a fucking I projector and like watch care. that i, I mean all of that's not care. a bad idea webby we nope. need for science webby we need to do nope. this for science listen fine. if the listeners out there want to start a gofundme okay to get me and devin and whomever else to go to an abandoned asylum or prison or whatever to watch a horror movie, we'll even say a marathon, an all-night marathon throughout the night. If we get a million bucks, I'll do it. That's it. That's my that's my bottom number. Okay, that is the minimum to get me to do this. Rob, you in? Uh, yeah. Rob would do it for free. Out the money, yeah. <laughs> I'll even pick a. I'll even, I'll even grab a local spot. I mean, I have an abandoned asylum. Well, not down the road, but pretty cool, not too far. You guys should come here, and we can all stay at Waverly. They do that every year around Halloween. No, no, no. We have to do it like by ourselves. Like, we have to break into like the asylum and like do it ourselves. So oh, we, we can't can. break. No, we gotta at no, least get we, permission. No, we all just come here, stay at my house, and we'll go stay it. No, I'm not. I'm, okay, I'm not gonna break any laws. So if we're gonna do this, we're gonna at least get like 
somebody the town's okay for us to record in this place for one night. Yeah. Let's see. Is the Northville Asylum by me still still standing? They Listen, we don't down? have to talk about this right now. It's never <laughs> gonna happen. We're never gonna get the million dollars. If, and you if I hit the lottery, first, that's the first thing I'm doing. And if I win a million dollars, I will Listen, donate it. You heard it here first. Rob would do it for free, so I get his portion of it. <laughs> I would do it if everybody here did it. So Webby's my out. Thanks, Webby. <laughs> But, so uh, what's like Beverly what's Hills is one of the most haunted places two, in America, four, guys, six, and it's yeah, right up the road. You're looking at a million dollars split four ways is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars each, right? So right, we if somebody came up to all four of us and was like, "I'll give you two hundred and fifty thousand dollars each for you to do this," I would say yes. If you guys would, if if Donnie is saying he he would do it if everybody else did it, and Rob said I'd do it for free, and Devin's like I'd do it anyway. If somebody came to me and said I'll give you two hundred fifty thousand dollars to do this, I'll say yes. That is my minimum minimum requirement. Two hundred fifty grand for me. That's what I will publicly say. So if somebody's making this offer, they'll offer that much. I'll still haggle and negotiate with you. I won't. I, I won't lie. I'm. I'm going to put up a fuss about it, and I'm not going to be happy throughout the entirety of the thing. And we're getting a pizza. That's. That's. We are just, getting a fucking. We're getting it delivered. <laughs> no, no, because no, I don't trust out. the pizza delivery guy at that point. He's probably in on it. <laughs> also, a fun fact about the Silent Hill series: uh, Kid Harrington has a starring role in the second one. I want to watch the second one. Let's watch the second one, guys. I mean, I'm I'm down. I I actually really liked. I Wait, think the, the second movie? one. There was a second yeah. movie. Yeah, the second movie. Yeah, Silent Hill Resurrection yeah. or Revelation. The thing about Revelation I don't like is they undo everything in the first movie in a weird way. Like it's kind, but it, they keep some stuff. Like the mom is still lost in like the other side. They okay. write it off and say now. So hear me out. Hold on. Because well, this is the, my answer to Webby's question. So. Yeah, so this is this was my question, which is why I'm put, just put a pin in that for one second, Devin. Keep your spot, Rob. Mm-hmm. Why was the mother and the daughter still in the foggy part at the end and not let go to the back to her real life? Because the demon didn't let them go. But why? They're still in because she wants to rejoin all the pieces together. Uh, Sharon was part of her that she gave up because they were gonna let her go, like the goodness inside of her let her go. Uh, but then they needed her help to get into the church. But then when they were all together in the church, the demon wanted to re- rejoin all three of them together. She decided she wanted to be whole again, so she doesn't let them go so that eventually they can rejoin together. Uh, but as Devin was saying in the beginning of the first one, you find out that um, Rose managed to get this thing called the the amulet of Metatron, I believe it is, and uses it to push uh, Sharon out of the Silent Hill and back into the real world. But she herself is still trapped. So then you find you don't find this out till later because Sharon basically doesn't remember any of this. So she's still with Sean Bean as her father, but they changed her name to like Heather or something and went on from there, but eventually she starts having memories and stuff of what happened. And are the, and are they the same cold. actors and actresses from the first one? Uh, they're, it, the it's in the, it's the little future. 
Yeah, yeah. she's older. She she looks the like the chick from yeah. two. I think the dad right? is the two same, and, and they don't show the mom ever. So. Oh. Okay. Yeah, and so like at the end of one, uh, Alyssa and Sarah they re they rejoin. Um. Then in two, when even though she like so another theory on the movie was that that once she she just wanted to live there with her mom in a world that she can control and that no one can hurt her again. And so like when they recombined, like Alyssa was just like, I'd rather just live here with you as my mom and not go, you know, not have to deal with the real world again. Cause they don't, they don't like me there. You know, but I'd rather live in this world where she's God because effectively in, in, in that world, it, it's her own kind of pocket dimension. She does right. what she wants. So that's why she wanted to keep Sharon there. Right. That's she wanted why to keep Sharon keep Rose there, there then. She wanted Rose to be her mom. Yeah, yeah. She wanted. Yeah, she had. She she had that. She wanted that mother's love. She wanted to keep her mother there. She wanted her mother's love. She wanted that, but she also didn't want to go back to the real world. So it, it was just a uh, hmm. kind of uh, you're staying with me <laughs> because I say so. So, um, Donnie, yo, knowing that. Are you, are you following any of this? Not very well, no. I'll be honest. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the same boat. It's a little complicated. I would honestly, this makes me want to watch the movie again. I mean, I want to watch the second one now, kind of, kind of not. I yeah. definitely would be down to watch the second Rob one. Rob is downloading the game, so we can technically, when this is done, we can watch that instead of playing the game, wait for Robson to download to finish. Um... Throwing that out there, Donnie. Did you finish? Did you finish thinking about who your favorite character and/or monster was? Yes. Okay. Who's your favorite character and monster? Character: the demon. Okay. Like miles ahead of everybody else. I don't know what it is. I feel like it's just something menacing about that little girl. I guess it's the girl's acting. Okay. And monster. The the one that creeped me out, like the encounter that creeped me out, is a tie between. The little things that she got swarmed by that she was pretty much dead to rights fucked if she didn't scream. Or oh, the, 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 fa- the faceless things at the beginning. Like the yeah, the noises like, they were I think I think they're called the Ashen Children or yeah, the Burnt the Children. Yeah. yeah, their noises they were making and swarming and just being like, okay, I, I felt like I was drowning because I was trapped by them. Like, those Fun things. Yes. Those were the spirits it, of all the children those people burned before Alessa. Yep, oh, and all the ones goodness. that burnt in the town fire, too. That okay. preceded the school and everything else that burnt down, kind of, sort of. Uh, them, then why did they uh, go after her, then? They just kind of do what they do. I think they're like, more like, if someone could be our mother, like, that kind of, like... Yeah, well, I mean, well, well, in the game, they have knives, so... Yeah. <laughs> the movie is different, because the movie, like, basically, like I said, the, the demons are trying to protect the innocent people in this one. So in the game, not so much. In the game, Devin, they have knives, but their mentality is, oh, someone who can show us how to cut our food properly. That's all. And then the bunny doll was born. Am I forgetting one? There's the the kids in the beginning, the nurses, pyramid head. The spitting armless thing that spit on Sybil. Yeah, the spitting... Oh, the the, roaches were Like the acid armless things that spit on Sybil's helmet yep. yeah yeah those are probably my least favorite they're probably one of the more d- dangerous ones but and, probably uh, my least favorite the bug swarms that ate the 
three of the people in the coats. Yeah. Yeah, the people in the coats. Where the hell did they come from? Oh, they're the miners. Yeah, they're the miners. They were the miners of that town. Yeah, they were people from the church. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. So, yep. Oh, yeah, they showed the coats later, didn't they? Fun fact, yeah. Silent Hill is based off of a real town Yep. called Centralia, yep. Pennsylvania. I'm, I apologize if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. Just yep. another reason to hate Pennsylvania. The fucked yeah. up thing about Centralia, Pennsylvania is, if I'm not mistaken, even to this day, there is a ongoing fire constantly There's, burning underground there. Yep, no one yep. has been able to put it out. They have tried, but then they realize that it's going to cost far too much, and... They have evacuated the town. Some people still live there. And some, yeah, there is like less than a dozen people who live there because they just outright refuse to leave. Um, the oldest of them being in like, I want to say in their 60s or 70s, I think. Um, and I want to say the youngest being somewhere in like the high teens, maybe early 20s. And they just refuse to leave. So, they probably all fucked their cousins. I mean, they probably if they well, had to leave the town, probably do it. I mean, ma- imagine like different. imagine being the town over or whatever. You're going to a movie and you're meeting a blind date, and it's this girl, and she's like, "Oh yeah, come back to my house." And you go into Centralia, Pennsylvania. Fucking, there's cracks in the road with smoke billowing out of it. Uh, I read uh, there was um, a, a sinkhole that happened because of a cave-in underground in somebody's backyard, and it pretty much swallowed their swimming pool. And it's like, Jesus Christ, this town is literally the mouth of hell. So, and it's been doing that since, I think, the 60s or something. I don't remember now. I don't. I. 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 I read all into this at one point, but yeah, it's not good. Um. So because I know, and I've been called out on it several times, especially on streams. Uh, I have a tendency to ask you guys or other guests your opinions on things, and then I never give mine. Uh huh. And I. I tend to do that. I. I do it more on purpose to see if I get called out on it now. Um, I will say my favorite character was probably the mother, uh, Rose. Um, My favorite monster is probably a tie between Pyramid Head and the Burnt Girl who's in the hospital bed, who controlled all the barbed wire. Oh, that's real Alyssa. That's a, Ale- um, yeah, that's the real Alyssa, not the demon. The barbed wire was my favorite thing that happened. Yeah. Cause she fucked up the entire church. She's just like, no one's getting out of here alive. She penetrated that bitch with barbed wire. And she did. Oh, it ripped her in half. It was very bad. It was graphic. Um, I still, I don't know. I still think Pyramid Head had, actually, to, had the best kill where he fucking picked that chick up and just ripped her what? fucking skin off and threw it at the door. That yes, okay, yes. You know, I, I'm gonna change my answer. Actually, it is a, still a tie because Pyramid Head is still one of my favorite characters. He's very iconic. In if you see him, you're like, oh yeah, it's the dude from Silent Hill. Like he just wants to be, he just wants to be held. Yeah, he literally probably just wants a hug. But 
it's in the second one is almost true. Um, my other the tied with Pyramid Head, the nurses. They freaked me out a lot in the game. The nurses are really fucking creepy, dude. Yeah, because they're attracted to light, and you have to try to make no sound. But other than that, they're blind; they can't see you. So, yeah, it's messed up. Um, man, I don't, I don't know what else to ask here. Uh, Robert Devin, do you have any questions for 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 Donnie? This having been his first time seeing the movie, and or me, who I didn't really remember the movie. I remembered the game more than I remembered the movie. I feel. Never remastered the game. Why will you agree to play it with me on stream? What's that? If they ever HD remastered the game, would you agree and put it on Steam? Would you be willing to play it with me on stream? Man, I will go on stream with you while you play. Uh, like, I'll go on your stream and have my webcam and everything with you, and I will, you know, yes, oh, I will watch your Silent Hill this. Homecoming. Um, oh, wait, is Silent Hill Homecoming the... Is that the re- redone? Or not? Did he know there was one of these when he asked you? I did not. <laughs> I cannot promise that I will not just up and leave the stream at some point. Because the first, I don't remember specifically what it was, but I just remember getting so creeped out and so, like, it was just so Well, that's the thing about Silent Hill. Like, a lot of it is just that slow, atmospheric building tension, and then they hit you with, like, the jump scare creature shit. You're just like, oh, God. Why? Why? But I like it. But why? (laughs) Um, trying to see... These are all the movies. I don't, I don't remember. I, I want to say there was something with the church in the game that, that really creeped me out. But, yeah, I don't, I don't recall now. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, I, I, I'd be down to watch Silent Hill 2 to further learn about this story as long as it was with you guys because i don't yeah, I mean, want to watch it by I mean, myself I'm down. it's on netflix too so that, uh, the, i'm down the only it's... time i ever watch horror movies is pretty much with you guys or if i have to for su so yeah i mean it's 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 good it's just like looking at it I w- i'd say going into it Take the knowledge of the first movie, like what you gained from the first movie and how the first movie ended, but kind of don't hold on to that too much for the second movie. Because, like, again, like, when she comes back through, when she, in the backside, like, they're split apart again. Alyssa and her are split apart again, and they don't really explain how that happened or why that happened. So it's 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 kind of weird. But okay. I do, like, so it's like, but it's not like, so it... Well, <laughs> it's supposed to be because Sharon pushed... Or uh, Rose pushed Sharon out of the realm. Right, right. But they don't—they don't ever explain that. It's just like they just roll into it. Like, here you go. Yeah. Now, where did so you, like, where did it ex- get explained, Rob, for you to know that? Um, after the second movie was over, I looked it up on Wikipedia. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't—they so never explain it. It's, in it's the not movie. explained anywhere. <laughs> no, not really. Not really. It's like vaguely like. Vaguely, yeah, framework, but it's not ever being like, "Hey, here." What happens, sort of, but it doesn't explicitly say it unless you look it up. Yeah, and you said Kit Harrington's in the second one. He is in the second one. Who's he? Very young Kit Harrington's boyfriend. 
the well, Rose, Heather Rose slash yeah. Rose. Is her they changed her name twice. I don't know why. They well, changed no, it in the Rose first the mother. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Heather slash Sharon. Okay, so... And they Sean Bean is in it, movie. too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a Game of Thrones reunion. <laughs> well, it's... No, that's the reunion. It's the Game of Thrones origin story. It's the origin story. This is before that. Yeah. Oh, this is how he got Jon Snow as a bastard. <laughs> yep. This is how he found him as a bastard. Well, now like we have it. to watch it, Donnie. Yeah, we certainly do. Also, Kit Harrington with a mustache is kind of weird looking. I mean, okay, so here's the section of SU where you post it in Discord as a visual. <laughs> oh, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. What the? F- he looks creepy. I li- He's either better with a full beard or no facial hair at all. He looks like he's from a gay porn. Uh, he looks like a porn star. He looks like he's an old, old bad porn dude. Oh god, there's another picture of it. I don't like it at all. Oh no. Oh no, kid. No. Not like this. He's staring into my soul. Well, hmm. he looks way older in that picture. He yeah, really it is. Does, he looks hey, like a cross between uh, fucking what's his name. He, he, he looks like one of the Franco brothers in that picture. He looks way more tan, too. He does. All right. I don't like it. Well, let's see. Uh, I've been reading up on this fire, by the way. Apparently, nobody was ever killed by it. And it started because the fire department was burning. They Apparently, they used one of the old mines that was supposedly sealed as a trash dump. Yep. But it was getting overrun, so the, the fire department decided to do a controlled burn of the trash, but it got through the mine seal and into the mine and set it all on fire. Yeah, it started as a trash fire, yeah. You'd figure the fire department they, of all would know better. The only reason they realized it was because the gas station was testing its, its gas, and it was like, gee, this gas feels awfully warm, and then they did a a temperature check on the gasoline, and it was like almost the point where it was going to explode. And they're like, "Why the fuck is this so hot?" And then they <laughs> discovered the fire underneath the ground, and then a sinkhole opened up underneath a twelve-year-old, but his cousin managed to pull him out before he got damaged by the fire. So, yep. And then they were like, "Hey, let's all move," except for the. It says it's down to seven people currently. Yeah, I, I knew it was less than lives. a dozen. As of 2017, there are only five. Okay, does it give any type of like age range between those five? No. Oh. But it said that those five people are allowed to live out their lives on their land, and then their the state is taking it as eminent domain to yep. condemn the entire area. Yep. That's fucked up. Uh, okay, so we're going to do just a couple things real quick. Uh, first, closing thoughts on Silent Hill. Let's start with Rob. Uh, it's a good movie. Watch it if you haven't seen it. Although if you've listened to this, you pretty much know what happened. Yeah, but um, so are we doing the... We're just doing closing thoughts on Silent Hill right now? Yeah, just on uh, Silent Hill. That's my delight. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, closing uh, thoughts on the movie. Devin. If any, you don't have to have any. If you don't. I mean, I think my closing thoughts on the movie is if you haven't seen it, I mean, I I give it a watch. I think it's definitely um, a horror movie that, unlike a lot of horror movies, that does kind of require you, you to use like some brain power to kind of like you know pick up on some things and like infer. Like it it doesn't hand anything to you on like a silver platter. You kind of gotta like 
do a little bit of research here and there sometimes or like you know watch it multiple times to like get everything but i don't yeah, know I mean, pyramid head was pretty straightforward that entire movie well did you know that did you know because remember he was he, he played the uh he played the it also could be the same person like he also played the janitor like you said remember i don't, I said think, that the janitor, I don't think it was the same person i think it was just no, acted by the no same no, no well, hold on though because the technically uh the because pyramid head in the game did represent uh, he did represent a rapist, if I'm not mistaken, in the game. He did represent um, one, one of his, one of his pillars of representation in the game was was rape. Um, uh, and you know, they, for instance, like him him stabbing that sword and those him stabbing those sword and then those creatures crawling in was supposed to somewhat simulate uh, penetration and orgasm. Yeah. There you go. Fact bomb. Boom. But anyway. Um, but it's also kind of like in the second one, Pyramid Head is kind of redeemed bullish. But again, I don't know if that's the same person or not. I just remember in the game, like I'm not if I'm not mistaken, Pyramid Head was supposed to like represent rape at one point. Hmm. Did not know that. I'm reading about it right now. And then it goes into pretty much the game creator's views on it. And that was a lot on this character. I'll say that. Uh, Donnie, closing yep. thoughts on Silent Hill, the movie. Uh, enjoyable. Uh, I'm not really big on horror films usually, and I enjoyed it. I think that's going to be pretty much my closing thought as well on the movie is the fact that, as everybody knows, I'm kind of a wuss when it comes to horror stuff. I don't really deal with horror very well. Um, like, there's certain types of horrors that just don't bother me anymore, like Child's Play. That's just kind of a, all right, here's this crazy doll with a knife. You know he's going to kill people. Cool. Same with, like, Jason, you know, Friday the 13th. Uh, it's just this crazed maniac in a hockey mask going around and butchering people. It's the thriller-type horror movies and the ones that get in your head and things that have, like, jump scares that really get me. Uh, the jump scares are the worst for me. Um, but this movie was enjoyable. I do recommend it. Um, and next, we're going to be just talking briefly about, and this is where I'm going to have to rely on Devin and Rob, uh because I do not have it pulled up, and I'm not very familiar with the character, but Pyramid Head has been adapted into Dead by Daylight, uh, and we figured that we were gonna we were gonna be doing some some movies this month that could be essentially adapted to uh, Dead by Daylight in some fashion, possibly, seeing as though. Uh, at the culmination of the month, we're going to be doing our big Halloween stream, and Dead by Daylight is going to be one of the games that we're playing. Um, so, Devin, you played Pyramid Head recently. I did. Uh, and all I know is, dude, when you knocked me down, Donnie was trying to get me back up, and you just carved a circle of barbed wire around us and pretty much trapped us in there. Uh, but what are some of Pyramid Head's, uh, I guess, abilities? Uh, I know we all know that you know his weapon of choice is just a massive two-handed knife. Uh, so I get, just I don't get anything wrong when I pull it up real quick. 
So, he has... I actually don't know much about him, because why playing against Devin as him was the first time I've ever played him. Have you, Rob, Rob, sidebar question. Have you ever played against the the Cowboy or no? I, I have not. <laughs> I had a feeling. You're I told not, not going to like him. I was like, Rob is going to fucking hate this killer. He's uh, very much a Call of Duty char- uh, character. Caveat, I hate all of the killers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, but like, this is going to be one of your ones that if you go because a good one, I, under, I, I, I can already hear you now be being like... like Top ten, my top three. DC yeah, this like, ah! <laughs> like because he can like the range on that fucking harpoon gun is pretty damn good. Um, and he can like grab you, and as long as you don't break like line of sight with him, like if you're hooked, if you don't break line of sight, he can hold on to you. He can't like pull you back through a window, but he can just hold you there for a minute, and then like you know get ready for the run, and then yeah, yeah it's fucked up. Like, it's pretty messed up. Let me watch you play it earlier. Anyway, so he has, uh, his main power is the Rites of Judgment, um, with the flavor text of, open the gates of suffering and be judged. The great knife splits the ground, giving rise to an infernal construct and spreading agony to all who approach. Um, Rites of Judgment, you hold the power button to activate, then move forward in any direction and carve a trail into the ground. So if you walk or run in the trail, will trigger killer instinct and be afflicted with torment. Survivors of, uh, affected by torment may be sent to the Cage of Atonement while they are in the dying state. And for the killer instinct, for those of you that don't know, um, a killer's mechanic for the, for the entire duration will reveal the location of survivors via a pulsating orange spiderweb overlay. That will allow the survivors, if they are moving, unlike or reading, this effect is not blocked by lockers. Um, yeah. So he basically can uh, hone onto you, which is what I was doing with Rob. That's why I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see where Rob's going, because every few seconds he fucking pulse, he'd fucking pulse orange. Like, yeah, there you are. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then you can see into the, the Cage of Atonement, which is kind of cool. Which, Apparently yes, the death it, in the cage of Tolman is kind of lackluster, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, the, yeah. I will say the cage death is it, all it does is pulse for a second, and then you just get impaled, and you. I think like, it should like. I think it should like. I think it should like twist up and like yeah. constrict, and yep. then like you just get a bunch of blood, and then you just fall to the ground. That'd be kind of cool. Um, um, but what I, else? I will say when when Pyramid Head in the game puts a character into the cage of Atonement, uh. I believe all other characters on the map, all other players, can see where that cage is. It glows for them, so you can go and rescue your friend. Uh, but rescuing your friend has some drawbacks as well. Oh, uh, that was a different perk that I used. Well, depending on the perk, I suppose. that. Yeah, there's a, there's a perk that if you are... If you help your friend out, I forgot, what does it do? Um... You help your friend out. I forgot what happened to you when I did it. Oh, uh, I ended up getting like the barbed wire icon around me, and I think I was bleeding. It gave me a barbed wire icon around me. I was just like, what okay, so this? yep. So I think what I, I think the perk I took is it one of the, I think it's one of the perks for. I'll tell you in a second. Scrolling here, wait, you feel some dead air for a second. Do, do, so, talk do. about talk talk about your experience going up against the boy. Uh, against the what? Against the boy. My boy. 
What boy? Pyramid. Oh. Okay, well, one thing. So he has this, like, ranged sort of attack where he, like, he swipes at the ground and, like, a line of blood and barbed wire will shoot in a straight line out towards him or from him. Uh, just so you know, that shit goes through objects. I was on the other side of a police car uh, doing a little dance with Devin, and then he swung, and that thing, he missed me, but still, that thing came through the police car and was right next to me. Uh, and it's one of those things where also, like, Pyramid Head, I know when he carves the thing in the ground, if you walk in it, it it injures you to a degree, uh, but it, it puts it puts a, a debuff on you where you get like a barbed wire icon around you. Um, so yeah, you want to try to avoid all that nastiness, which I could see definitely having played on the Silent Hill map now, which is probably my least favorite map of all the maps. Um, that would be hard to see in some of those spots, the pyramid head little ground effects, because everything's messed up on that map. Everything is just so janky on that map. I did not like that map, and it was big, and I couldn't find a damn generator. Um, in fact, I'm going to put that right up there with, like, the meat meat plant for the pig, the factory map. I don't really care for that one either. So, and Donnie, you know what? You was this was your first time playing Dead by Daylight with us. Yeah, uh, that was my first uh, first killer or whatever. Who I went against too? Which killer did you not like going against the most of the ones that you had to play against? The one that could teleport. I forget what it's called. The nurse. Yeah, because I felt like it was constantly right next to me the whole time. And how did you like the killer that you played? Uh, I will say that I feel like if I knew what I was doing more, I could be strategic with the traps. Okay, because yeah, you chose the trapper, which the trapper gets no love, and Devin no, really the trapper is... gets no love. He's sad about that because like the trapper is a good killer. It's just I don't know. He he kind of got pushed. Off I will say on that on the Silent Hill map though, I think he he would be <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, because it'd be hard to see his fucking traps. I'd be putting those traps in those bushes in the courtyard. The bushes, or like the fucking like, uh, like the holes in the wall between the walls that you like in during a chase and shit. I will say, Donnie did something that I really didn't like. I didn't think about it at the time, but I fell for. Was he had downed me, and he put a trap right pretty much on me, and I wasn't thinking about it because I was recovering, and then I started looking around the map. And instead of crawling away, you know, off of the trap, uh, I was trying to keep an eye on where everybody else was. And I, I think it was Devin or Rob who picked me up from the dying state. The second I got picked up, instantly stood in the trap. I was like, <laughs> well, shit. Um, what's your, uh, of the maps that we played, Donnie, what's your favorite? What was your favorite and what was your least favorite? Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I think my favorite was the Michael Myers one. Haddonfield. Yeah, and my least favorite was definitely the uh, Silent Hill one. Yeah, 
that was that just was the map itself was too big, confusing, multiple tiers, and that in the combination of the teleporting killer or whatever they're called. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think the perk I took webs was um, I think I I know I took deathbound, and I think it was one more I took. Right. Um, which deathbound is um. Uh, uh, when a survivor heals another survivor for one health state, at least 32 meters away from the killer, the survivor forming a healing action will scream, revealing their location and activating deathbound for the next 60 seconds. During the time, the survivor will suffer from the oblivious status effect when further than several meters away from the heal survivor. Maybe, uh, yeah, so that's what I think I got you with. Actually, with that and a combination of something else. Um, Rob, I have a, I have a Deba Daily question for you now. Okay. Uh, so, you used to love the game. You, out of everybody that I know, I think you've logged more hours into Dead by Daylight than anybody else on my mm-hmm. Steam list, on my Steam friends list. Yes. Uh, why do you despise the game so much now? Because they tilted everything so far into the favor of the killers. There's not basically practically no way to win. If you're a survivor. Well Unless you're like well, me and Webby did, did pretty okay. I mean now that they've done cross platforms though too, you could get a killer that's on a platform and then they're relatively easy to maneuver around. Uh, you can get players on cross-platform like I did. Those poor bastards. Well, I mean, me and Rob, we had played a little bit before. And, I mean, granted, we only played like three matches maybe. But one of the matches, we had gotten a platform killer. And, they, I mean, I don't think he killed a single person. So. But I just, I mean, I understand the whole, it gets tilted towards killers and and like Devin he's explained to us why that is but um I mean does the explanation make sense though It does but I mean it's it's one of those things like moving forward how would you fix that then You I mean outside of banning outside communications or making using outside communications a bannable offense you really I mean which kind of they kind of do but technically you using you can't, you can't even prove that somebody was I know I'm saying, I know I'm saying like outside of that, it's really a hard scenario. It's yeah. I mean, so like, I do agree with Rob. I do feel like 90, 75 to 90% of the time, if you play as a player or as, as a survivor in a match that is not against kill your friends, then you're going to lose. Let me ask you a question. What do you consider going to die? What do you consider a loss? Dying. Dying. But, I mean, what if... I mean, the game is balanced in the sense that it's supposed to be... Yeah, that's what the devs say all the time. And that's why I hate it's, it now. It's like... Well, no, oh, what I'm saying it's balanced in the... It, it, oh, well, sure. no, it's balanced in the sense that there's supposed to be... I think if I'm not mistaken, like, even if you, like, look at, like, the... At the like, not the rating, but, like, what kind of killer they call you at the end of the game... You know, like, you know, I was like unrelenting killer if you kill everybody or something like that. I think like 50 50 is like the re- respected ratio. We're like, okay, a killer, like reasonably two people 
a team working together, two people like who, but they're not like perfect communication or you know things that don't go perfectly their way. Two people should be able to like get out, right? So I mean, if you view it as well, if my whole team doesn't get out, we lose. Then I understand how you could get upset at the game. If you look at it like if if you look at it all or nothing, I understand how you get upset at the game. Like I look at the I game look at it as me. If I die, I lose. No matter who else escapes. If I escape by myself, then I now lose. I have a question though. The XP that you gain at the end of a match, and the blood shards that you gain at the end of a match. I understand that, like, if you survive, you get a survivor bonus. If your team succeeds, do the dead people get any extra type of bonus? Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't think they did. You get extra points at the end. I uh, see. I didn't think that they did because they died. So. so, like, you can essentially be a dead player who only got nine hundred blood points or whatever. Because most players also leave once they die; they don't stick around. Oh, I mean, that's on that. So, like, you get... So, you get blood points in a couple categories. You get, obviously, in objectives. You get survival, altruism, boldness. So, if you are the killer, or if you're the person who's out there... I'm not saying... I don't know if you get, like... You may not get extra for winning, but I don't think... No points are, are granted for winning. You just get extra points for staying alive longer. And that's it. But you don't get points for winning the game, like at all. If, if you good... escape, you one hundred percent get escape. You get escape. you you get that escape bonus. So like, let's see here. Hold on. And working towards the escape, Poland. And I mean, okay, I will quick. say one of the main things I don't like is that even if you're dying, you still can move up in rank. It's like, oh, you're dying all the time, but here, let me move you up in rank to fight tougher killers. It's like. Why? But I it's, should not be a ranking up if I'm dying. But you're dying in the sense that. But dying, it, dying. It's looking at right. It's but looking now, at what well, you're doing. I will up. say, Rob. I will say, Rob. The reason why that is is because you are still contributing enough to rank up. Yeah, you are, you like are still such a contributing factor to your team. I don't give a shit about contributing. I am not. A, I'm just dying. Constantly. Wow, Rob is not so, a Rob, team player. No, <laughs> this is what I'm saying about like with 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 the way Rob is viewing the game. I understand why you're upset at the game, but like when I go in the game of that game, like if I I'm not always, I'm not like excited to die, but if I had a pretty good match, like in like the Avalos game, whatever we played the Avalos the other day. Like, I ultimately died, but I led I led him on two pretty damn good chases. So, like, for me, like, and while I was doing that in a regular map, um, you guys would have been able to fix be fixing generators and everything else. So, like, I'm okay with that. Like, I did. I feel like I did my part. Like, if while the killer's chasing me down, he's spinning. Oh, Devin just cut out. Sorry, I'm here. I stopped talking for a second. Oh. He's five minutes. You know, five. You know, five six. You know minutes chasing me around the map and at the end of the day you know you guys pop two generators and but he, ultimately i die on the hook or something like i'm fine with that like i'm not upset about it like i'm not like super happy like damn i, I could have got away but i mean i feel like i did my part so that's kind of the thing like if you view the game as like an all or nothing situation like if you don't make it out you lose then i understand like i understand why the game will upset you because statistically speaking if Two people die in the game, 
every game. Statistically speaking, you're it's fifty fifty. It's going to be you, right? Like if we just right. if, Statistic- if we just, now, if we just, you, if we just use those two people, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna defend Rob on this the same way I defended Donnie in his dice rolling thing. Is <laughs> you're saying fifty fifty statistically half the time Rob or half the games Rob plays he should be the one escaping. Never the case. I think. Then let me tell you this. Then you need to reassess how you're playing the game. It's that simple. I'm like not I'm not gonna I'm, play the game anymore. <laughs> I mean that's fine, but I'm saying like if you are if you if you find yourself every time you're going into matches you're playing matches and you're dying, but like you know the maps, you know how to do stuff, then that either means a you've you need to rework your perks maybe to like better evade better evade the killer. B you're out of position and finding yourself in front of the killer too often. I mean because like for you playing like I'll be honest for you playing the game. You going up against a level twenty, like a level twenty killer, like right now, how this, how the season reset, you going up against a level twenty killer should be no reason for you not to be able to escape almost all the time, because you're better than that. Like even when me and White were playing, pretty much like we, when we played a couple games, never really a problem where it was where I felt like I'm gonna die like terribly, because. It's a level twenty killer. Like they, they, they're not that great. And then occasionally there was like times where, okay, this guy's not level twenty. He's just working his way ranking back up. But if that's what's happening overall, then it's just it becomes a reassessment of well, why am I dying? Not so much of, you know, I'm dying. I'm dying. They tilted the game towards the killer too much. <sighs> like I used to wait. I when I first started playing, I used to love it. I was it was fifty fifty. I was never escaping. Overly a lot. It was like okay, half the time I lived, half the time I died. Now it's like maybe five percent of the time I get to live. But and could that just be attributed to the fact that the game is out longer and people have been playing the game and now they know kind of how to play the game now? Not just the fact so that you're saying I suck and I should. Stop I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like you're 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 looking at it solely as them tilting things towards the killer, but at the same time, also it also it contributes with the fact of. People have just, like, the skill floor has risen a little bit, so you need to kind of attribute that as well. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying you're bad. You're not. You're not bad at all. I'm just saying that that also could be a... They have tilted things. It's not just the skill floor. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not saying... I have evidence. I have watched it happen slowly over time. I'm not not saying you're wrong. I'm 100% I'm, I'm saying, yes, they have, in fact, tilted the game more towards the killers and more towards the killers. I 100% agree. But I also agree that it kind of needed to be that way because I, you know, I've sat and watched high level gameplay, which became a situation where it was literally four survivors bullying the killer for 45 minutes because it, yeah, that I mean, that's the whole reason why they added in the end of match procedures, where if once everything's open, it's like you got to get the fuck out because there was literally just people bullying killers for until they until they rage quit, because a good team could do that. So I think it's a little bit on one hand and it's a little bit on the other hand. Like yeah, you have, and yeah, it sucks. It it, it sucks being a, a a casual player when a game is going to balance things for the hardcore player. Because you're always going to be a little bit behind them to begin with, and then they're so you, the world that they're experiencing and the world that they're balancing for is not the world that you usually are a part of. So you don't see why those changes need to be, 
But now you just see, like, I totally agree, though. Like, so, like a new player to the game, like Donnie, who's a new player to this game, could pick up Killer. And after a couple of games of just learning the mechanics, can do well. I'm not, like, he will do well because of how the game is skewed in the Killer's fit. But just because that's the case, I would say your point would have more, more merit in the fact that the Killers aren't fair if everyone was getting killed every single game. But the fact that people are getting out of every game, but you're saying you're the one that's dying all the time, that just means that there's something, either there's an assessment needs to be done with how you're playing, maybe you're playing, maybe you're playing in the way that you used to work a while ago, but when they readjusted the killers now, that doesn't work the same way anymore. But uh, I mean, you, that was what you were saying, was that it should be 2-2. Two, two. Every time I've played lately, all four survivors are dead. Every, I'm usually one of the last ones left. But then it's just me and the killer, and then they can close the hatch, so then I just fucking die. So, yeah. I mean, like, I, I've had matches all over the place. Like, playing as, playing as a killer, playing as a survivor, I've had matches all over the place. Like, I've seen, you know, two walk, I've seen one walk, I've seen nobody walk, I've seen everybody walk. You know, it, it, it's, it, it's been all over the place for me. Like, so, I mean, again, like, it's just something, like, I haven't personally so, seen you talking about, and excuse what you're talking about, but... So, Rob, what do you feel... Mm-hmm they could change to better, I, I guess, balance the gameplay. Like, I know you, 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 you're upset that like, even if you're dying, you're still technically ranking up as a, as a player, as a survivor. Mm-hmm. So therefore you're getting matched head on with higher ranking killers. Yep. Uh, and then once you get to a certain, you know, rank level, it's just like, okay, now you're constantly just instantly dying because you're playing against these hardcore killer characters. Now, would you say that if you died in a match and you lost XP, so you, you, you were guaranteed to pretty much stay and or even lose regression um, of your of your player level? Of your survivor level, would that be a bit better? I mean, they do that, but they only let you go back down to level fifteen. They don't let you go back to nineteen if, once you're above it. See, so, yeah, I don't agree with that either. I think you should continue regressing until you hit that sweet spot of now you're just kind of maintaining your balance of a level. Um, now, I mean, that's another question. Do you think that you should, if you could regress back to nineteen, say? Would you think? Do you think that would? I just don't think things. they should progress you forward if you're dying all the time, because that just makes it like it's like okay, I'm not winning, but I'm getting progressed higher levels, so it's even diff- more difficult for me to win. It's like, how is this helpful? Right. And see, like on the on the on the flip side of that, and I I I, I get what you're saying too, but on the flip side of that, again, it's because. You're the one out there fixing generators. You're anytime I get hooked, you're the first one to me almost all the time. Mm. You know, so you're actively going out there and you're saving people. Whereas you know the other teammates that you're grouped up with are, you know, they'll see you hooked across the map or they'll just continue working on a generator or whatever. Um, and you're gaining more points for that. And then by the time, you know, the gates are getting ready to be opened, you know, and then you get thrown on a hook and you die because it's your third time being hooked. 
or second or whatever, uh, you're you're gaining in your player level because you've done so much of those other things. You've gotten so much of that bold XP, that that survivor XP from like being chased, but you know losing him. Um, mm-hmm. Fixing generators like that that little skill bar that you you know you're you're allowed to get I think three ticks on or whatever that progressively fill up every time you do an action. Mm-hmm. You know you're doing all these actions that are otherwise benefiting the survivors as a whole, and it's because of your actions that the people who do make it out make it out. And I understand that it's it's shitty having the feeling of being the one you know, who dies every match. And I, I get that, but I mean, don't feel like you definitely don't contribute to the match as a whole. Um, I think the worst part, I, I, I think honestly, for the longest time, the worst part I feel bad the most for you for is the fact that you're always the first one found (laughs) every time I'm in a game with you. It's like, Rob, all of a sudden, I just see the injured effect on Rob's character, and it's just like, oh, god damn it, they found Rob first again. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, that's because I go and I work on stuff. I think everybody waits to, for someone else to get caught before they do anything. They're like, oh, now I can work on this generator because someone else. I, I just go immediately and start working on generators. Oh, I'm the same way, as long as I don't hear a heartbeat. The second I hear a heartbeat, I'll kind of like sprint walk away. And I'll just be like, okay, well, I'll see where he is or whatever. And then yeah. once he wanders I mean, away, I'll go work on a generator again. It's it, Well, also, to be fair, it's not just the killers either. It's like, unless I'm playing with friends, like lately, every time if you play with strangers and they get hooked once, they're just, they, they just yeah, give up. They give die. up instantly. Like, why? Yeah, I, that, that is the reason why me and you rage quit that day. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, I mean, I do get that. You know, it always seemed to be the console players, too. You know, the second you get hooked and you're not even on struggle yet, they just fucking give up. They're like, well, I got fucking hooked. I'm done. It's like, you're an idiot. Like, I'm right here. You yeah. Know? I mean, I mean, you're going to talk about the bad matches in every every single game of every type, though. You get players like that in every Fair. game. Fair. Overwatch player, like, oh, I'm going to uh, kill these. Oh, I died. I'm out. So we're going to wrap up this episode with, I have a question. Well, first off, I have a question for Donnie. Yo. With the other night being your first time playing Dead by Daylight, uh, what did you think of the game? Did you have fun? Uh, I definitely it, had fun. Was it a good experience for you? Like, was it, was it, was it a game that you could see yourself playing for, you know, say for like a Halloween stream or, you know, if, if a bunch of, if a bunch of your friends wanted to play, like if, if you, if us four wanted to play or, or if me, Robin, Devin wanted to play dead by daylight, is it a game that you would jump in on and play against an actual other killer? Um, yeah. For in, sure. In a match. All right. So, Rob, you know, Donnie doesn't detest the game, so that's good. It's something I would play with friends. It's not something that I'm going to come home and be like, oh, I want to play this. Right. You know what I mean? Also, I have a, a follow-up question for Rob here real quick. Okay. Rob, would you say that you had a you had a stronger dislike for the game after... I'm not saying after we all stopped playing it, but after it was mainly you playing it by yourself. 
yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think that also has contributed because I mean, again, the reason why I say like the killers are weaker. The killers feel weaker when you're playing and chatting with friends, but like solo by yourself, it's well, much harder to play the game appropriately. Well, no, you're that, playing the game appropriately, like, but it's harder to play the game in general. Well, I mean, not only that though, but like. Even if you're dying, if you're playing with friends, it feels more fun than because you have people to talk to and like you're like, oh, I got me, blah blah blah, well, and I mean, then you, but like, but you can like talk and joke with your friends. It's just more frustrating when you're by yourself. Right. right. Well, I mean, that also plays into the fact of one, like I, was, you know, it plays into on multiple levels. It plays into the fact that the game is easier when you're playing with people because one, people help you not tilt, which when you tilt. And you're playing, you get frustrated. You're going to make dumb decisions anyway. Um, you're frustrated. You're just like, fuck it. I, I, I hate my whole team. I'm just going to run in front of the killer. Ah, look at me. You know, you're going to do. You're going to make dumb decisions when you're when you're frustrated. So I mean, that's going to lead to more losses with more frustrations. But also too, like with the team, you can you know you can work. Be like, oh shit, you know the killer's on me. Webby will be like, all right, lead him this way. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pull the heat off you. And we appeal. Like, we do that all the time. Like, we, like in our heyday, we do that shit all the time. Like, killer's chasing Rob. Webby would peel for Rob. He'd take a hit. And then the killer starts chasing Webby. And then I'd jump in to fucking take a hit. Webby peels off. <laughs> and, and um, we used that shit all the time, which made it, which it effectively gave us, if you look at it, like, Rob gets hit, Webby gets hit, I get hit. And then, you know, even if we're not playing with a fourth person, but, like, it cycles back around, it would effectively give us, you know, five or six lives to play with because by the time, you know, Rob gets hit and then Webby peels and then like maybe before well, I need to peel for Webby, I can heal you back up to full almost. You can heal yourself back up to full. And then I cut in on Webby and he does the same thing. And then Webby cuts in or you cut in back in for me. And it's kind of the same thing. Or like the killer picks you up the hook. We stall him enough where he can't hook you. Like we, you know, we, we dis we disable the hook he's going towards. So he has to turn around. You break up. So, I mean, and, all that can be coordinated through a chat as opposed to just being like, I hope, I hope the people I'm playing with know what the fuck they're doing. Nope. I'm getting hooked. They don't. Oh, they're hooking me right in front of the killer. Well, I'm down again. I'm hooked again. They hooked me again. I'm dead. Okay. You know, like, so I think generally, I think if you play it more with friends again, you will have more fun with the game, but you know, I mean, it's like, no game should be more frustrating than it is fun. Like, how is that? It's then Overwatch. Like, it has become. Oh, yeah. well, no, oh. I, I <laughs> Overwatch. I'm fine playing by myself. Like, it's not uh, too frustrating to play by yourself. No, I get where it. You're like, oh, I'm not. I'm not having fun yeah. at this at all. Where Overwatch is the game that took me the most by far. Yeah, I, I get it. But Overwatch so is the game that ultimately, took me the most by far. ultimately, Rob, do you feel like you would? enjoy Dead by Daylight more if you were playing with, say, like me, Donnie, and Devin? Maybe. Because I will say maybe because even when we play Overwatch together, still people get tilted. So it's... I mean, I've never been tilted Dead by Daylight. I can't can't even name a time Dead by Daylight has has ever tilted me. Dead by Daylight is one of those games where it's like, alright, I've had so much of a string of bad luck, I'm just done playing this for right now. Yeah, it's like, kind of like I don't, I don't ever get so pissed off that like I slam my dad, throw my headset across the room, Donnie. Who did that? 
it's more of a quiet it's more of a quiet defeated feeling weapon yeah it's like, <laughs> like well right. like touche game you got me fuck you <laughs> yeah it was like my stream last night with john with PUBG. it was just like literally i kept dying moments into the matches and i like i told john i was like i'm I'm better than this. I know I am. I have the this perfect feeling. This is just my off day. It's that stink face that Kit Harrington in that first picture is making. That's the face you make, and then you just log off the game. Yep. It's like, ah, touche <laughs> game. You win this round. I'll see you again when the stars align. And then as soon as you hit the close button, you're like, your mom's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to end this out with uh, Devin. What are the remaining... Oh, what do we got? Uh, the remaining three movies that we have left to yep. watch. Also, did month. you know that Trick or Treat is a is an anthology? They all kind of loop back in with like a general character. Well, but did you know that it's actually? One. I did not. No, 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 no. It's all one movie, but I mean, like, it's different stories broken down into one oh, in one movie. Did not it's know not that. like, yeah, but they all kind of loop around and follow one character, like oh kind of follow one character but yeah so we have movies we have left we've done uh silent hill we've done child's play we have scream and jeepers creepers and trick-or-treat which is going to be the last one yeah trick-or-treat is going to be on the 30th okay so those are the three movies we got left um if you are listening to this that means it's uh you know probably the weekend friday or the weekend uh if you have uh Suggestions on which one you think we should watch next between Jeepers Creepers or Scream, uh, shoot us a message on, on Facebook, on facebook.com slash simplyunprofessional, um, and we'll see what we, uh, if people vote, and uh, then we'll just, that maybe we'll use that to decide what we you watch what? for next week. Can we, can we get a poll link? Can we, can we make a poll and throw it up on the, in the description of the, of the podcast? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we can do it on the description of the podcast, because I don't know how to do polls. I could probably put it on the Facebook page. For sure you can. Um, hold on a second. But Which I will do. While um, we're deciding about that, uh, don't forget to join us on October 31st, 12 o'clock Eastern. Uh, 12 p.m. Eastern for our charity stream, our 13-hour holiday dead stream. Uh, where we're going to be playing scary games and stuff. That will be at twitch.tv slash distractions. You guys get to, for those of you who join that Twitch and watch that stream, are going to get the delight of watching me play Pacify again because they have a new map and a new crazy person to chase you around on the map. Well, they, they do? Yep. Yes. I did not know that. Fuck it's me. Farm is a farm. It's a oh, farm and it's fuck some me. Hillbilly dude, I think. And also, too, on the thirtieth. Don't forget, Webby. Uh, the day is the day. The day before the Halloween stream. Yep. That night before the day we're streaming our, comes out on SU. That we will, that night we will be streaming, um, the second version of the Man of Madon trilogy, or however many games is going to wind up being. Yep. So. And we're going to have to have Rob there as like an intermediary. We're not exactly sure the logistics of how we're going to do this yet. Um, um, but we're both going to be streaming it. No, no, no. How we're going to do it is we, we're talking about how we're going to do it. I watched one of you on the stream and I watched the other one on Discord stream, I think, is what we did last time. So no, no, no. How we can both be in the chat and talking, but we can't hear each other because if we hear each other, we know what's going on. I, I don't want to hear Web's reaction. He doesn't want to hear mine. So what we're going to do is I'm going to go in the chat with you. You're going to be the intermediary if we need to relay something because you're going to hear us both. 
But in Discord, it may be awkward because we may be talking over there. I can't hear him. So what probably what I wind up doing is I'm going to both go on a Discord call, and I'm just going to turn Webby down volume all the way. He turned mine down all the way. Okay. Now, the only thing that I fear for this idea is if you and I start talking at the same time without knowing it, because you'll be muted to me and I'll be muted It won't to pick you. up on stream. It'll just be Rob being, because the stream will hear what you hear on Discord. Yeah, yeah I, but, would be, I would be the only confused one. Yeah, but oh, Rob will just out. be like, all right, all right, both of you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, I'm game. Yeah, mm. we'll do that. Uh, so that's going to be the th- so the 30th is going to be the trick-or-treat episode for SU. That evening is going to be me and Devin both streaming the the next version of the Man of Madan series. Uh, mm, the following little... day at noon Eastern time is the start of our Halloween stream or Rob's technically Rob's Halloween stream because uh, he's the one who started this years ago. Yep. Uh, and we're going for 13 hours instead of 12, apparently. Um, We've done 13 hours except for the first year. Much, oh, yeah. I lose track of time because I always end up playing past it anyway. <laughs> um, and other than that, the only things that we have left is a life advice with Devin and a science corner with Rob. Well, science corner Rob can go first because I'm in the middle of doing something right at the moment. Okay. And don't forget, it's getting real with Rob. Remember? It's yeah. Oh yeah, You're getting always... real with Rob. Okay, <laughs> sorry, I gotta remember that. Uh, okay. Uh, so let's talk about gold. I like gold. Precious metal. Everybody wants it. It's worth stuff. For a long time, alchemists used to try to make other things into gold, like lead and stuff. But you know what? You can't. Gold is an element all of on its own. It can't really be created. I mean, it can, but it takes a lot of stuff that we don't have here on Earth. So, recent studies, scientists have found out that there's too much gold in our solar system. Way more than there should be, and they can't explain why. Uh, Because gold is created in two ways. One is by a supernova, which star explodes, casts out a bunch of different elements and metals, one of them being gold. The other is when two neutron stars collide. And when the, they collide together, it gives off, uh, they it basically kind of do a mini explosion from colliding and it sets off gold. But the amount of gold that is set off by both of these things is not enough for the amount that they found here on Earth and on the other planets here in the solar system. So they're baffled as to why there is so much gold. Even though it's so rare, there should be a lot less of it. So, don't know where all the gold came from. So, question, Rob. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so this is going to be a dumb question. Uh, Couldn't we just, uh, you know manually collide two new neutron stars and create gold? Uh, we can't make stars, I don't think. You Neutron stars are like, for one, the getting close to one would fry anything with their radiation. And secondly, the gravity forces needed to move one on your own, like, immeasurable. Like, it would not be worth it to try to do it yourself. Okay. Second uh, question. Well, first of all, it's impossible at this time, but eventually, even if it was possible in the future, it would not be worth it. Okay. Second question. 
So, like, when meteor, when meteors and space rocks essentially come fucking flying into our atmosphere and hit the Earth, not the ones that just get burnt up to a cinder in, in the atmosphere, but the ones that actually do collide and impact in the Earth, uh, yes. is it possible to get gold from that, or would that all just evaporate in the atmosphere? It would depend on if there was gold in the meteor, but yeah, I mean, it's possible. Uh that's, I mean, that they think that's how we have uranium. They don't think uranium is native to Earth, that it's come here on, like, falling things that fall, like, fell onto Earth early in its development, like, before there was life. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, but that's what there's, like, even if gold came from that, like, there's more, uh, they're talking about even the gold on other planets and stuff that's in this current solar system. There's far more than there should be. So we have because- an abundance of gold. Yes. And gold should not be worth what it's worth because of the fact that we have an abundance of it then. Well, I mean, it's still worth what it's worth because it's rarer than other things like iron and stuff, but they still say we have more than we should. Like, there's too much of it for how... I think the aliens are out there making gold. Uh, Maybe. Okay. We got some alien alchemists out there. They're like Rumpelstiltskin. They're spinning... Yeah. Yeah, somebody out there figured out how to make gold. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I guess that could be the solution. There was actually an alchemist that figured out how to do um, it, and that's why there's so much gold. I have a a question for possibly next week's Getting Real with Rob. Okay. Uh, um, or something for you to at least look into, and it might not be possible, and if it's not possible, you can just tell me off the air uh, and you can just come up with something else for next week. Um, again, this might sound stupid. I'm, I, I'm not the best with science. Science. I mean, I was good in science, but I was never uh, super great when it came to like the outer spacey stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what would happen if if it was possible to create a black hole? Okay. What would happen if you created a black hole? Like at the sun. Oh, um, I could easily tell you how what's going to happen. For next Everybody week. die. <laughs> we, okay, we will save that for next week because I want to know. So make a note somewhere on your computer, Rob, that that's what we got to talk about for next week's getting real with Rob. Okay, and for a bonus, I will, I will talk about also that people think that it's possible we may have already created microscopic black holes that are eventually going to devour the Earth, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Hey, all know. I know is Ceres is not a planet. Okay, <laughs> that's that's what I've learned so far throughout these these science corners and these yeah. getting real with Rob. You are absolutely correct. It is a dwarf planet. No, I don't. It doesn't even deserve the fucking name planet in it. It's smaller than Texas. It's a dwarf state. We'll call it that. Uh, okay. Anyway, life advice so it's with Rhode Devin. Island. It's yeah. I mean, it's bigger mm-hmm. than Rhode Island, but yeah, it's just. It's neither a road right. nor an island. All right. So I couldn't think of any good, like, great, like, inspirational quotes. It's okay, though. I got this article from Time Magazine, and I think it's appropriate for this time. And these are the top ten ways to survive a horror movie, folks. Oh, boy. I'm going to need these if we, you guys raise $250,000. Yep. Well, each, so a million dollars. Well, you guys said you would do it for free. I'm just saying what my I'm saying what my baseline was. Rob said he'd do it for free. I would do it for free, but if somebody's paying you two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to do it, why am I not getting paid? (laughs) 
right? All right. That is an equal part. Anyway, well, then I'm going to so, need these top 10 if we ever make a million bucks. All right. So we're also getting married. So, you know, it's a little bit. That's of a, a whole separate million dollars. Whoever gives us the oh. million dollars is going to have to choose which one they want. Okay. That's true. That's true. All right. So rule one is don't ever investigate or say you'll be right back. Exactly. No, if you hear a sound, you just fucking curl up in a little ball, wrap your blanket around you, and just ignore it. Number two, turn around because it's always behind you. Fuck that. No, I've played enough horror games with Devin, and all I ask is, Devin, is it behind me? And he'll just giggle, and that's the moment I know it's still fucking behind me somewhere, and I just got to keep running. That's when you Kool-Aid man through the wall. Or I'll have you look me in the eyes and say, Webby, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Nope. Nope, it's not. <laughs> Goddamn passerby. They have fucking game. Number three, never watch a horror movie when you're in one. Okay. I mean, it fair. Never ends well. I guess. I don't ever plan on being in a horror movie. Step so. four, make sure your car is always in perfect working order. I can't promise that. My cars break down all the time. But you know how to fix your car. Yeah, fair. So, I mean, there you go. Five, don't ever split up. That could tie into rule number one. Uh-huh. Five, don't ever split up. I'm letting you know right now, if we're ever in a, in a, in a fucking abandoned asylum watching Webby's like, movies, I'm fucking, Webby's like, we're I'm tying fucking... rope. We're tethering ourselves together with rope. I'm down with that. Yeah, but see, then somebody goes out of sight, and then all of a sudden the rope starts getting pulled, and you're all being. Pulled. I don't care. Or, I'm, I'm a or, big anchor. Like, I am oh, a big anchor. That's a really cool thing in a horror movie. I'm not gonna lie. Like, there's like a shadowy patch, and one guy's like, "I'm just gonna go check this out." He's like, they're, they're roped together. He's he literally just walks in the shadow pack, and the rope just goes like the rope just goes completely limp, and I pull it back, and he's just gone. I'm like, what? <laughs> again, that's, that's where you revert back, revert back to Kool Aid Manning through the wall and leaving. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, rule number six: When haunted, just move out of the damn house. Yeah, like if, I mean, that's if the same haunted, with, if like, you have a spider infant state. If your house is like, get out. Just listen to the house. Cleanse get out. The fire. Yeah. If your house is literally telling you to get the fuck out, just go. go just dude. leave. You're not winning this fight. Like, no. don't hire a priest. Just leave. Burn the house down. It's hard though, because then how are you going to sell it to someone else? And now you've got like two hundred thousand. That's that's your realtor's job. Anywhere else? That's your realtor's job. That's that's not something you worry about. Yeah, that's not your job to do that. (laughs) That's the realtor's job. I have a question. Um, Hold on, real quick. When you when you buy a house, they have to disclose if there's you know been a murder in your house or whatever. Do they have to disclose if it's haunted? Um. uh, I mean, it's not. A lot of people don't believe in haunting, so I don't think it's legally. Hmm. Like, you would have to say if someone was murdered there. I don't think you have to say if it's. Yeah, murdered. but what if you don't know? Look, you don't know if there's been a murder in your house. It's just talking to you and haunting and telling you to get the fuck out. Well, like that's like you said, it's a realtor's job. They're supposed to know shit like that. All right. Um. So here Number you go. Seven. Hold on. Um. Let's see. Devin's looking up the law, and if you have, I am. To you're you're, you're, you're not wrong. So let's see. Uh, let's see. In Alabama. Here, we're just going to go by state. So, Webby, give me your state. New Hampshire. New Hampshire? <laughs> All right. I figured as much. So, direct mention of paranormal activity. Okay. So, uh, well, sorry, Michigan comes closer. Michigan. 
Uh, no. Uh, in terms of uh, direct mention to paranormal activity in state law, no. Uh, the, there's been no court ruling saying otherwise related to paranormal activity. So, so it doesn't need to disclose any fact that has no important effect on condition of property in Michigan. You said in New Hampshire? Yep. Seller doesn't need to disclose fact that a homicide or suicide occurred on a property. Seller must disclose if buyer asked. Paranormal activity, however, is not mentioned. New Jersey, yes. <laughs> Seller doesn't need to disclose uh, psychological impairments, murder, suicide, or a property purposely being haunted. Seller should disclose known info if buyer asked, though. So if you ask if the house is hotter right. in New Jersey, they have to do it. All right, so it's all a matter of pretty much if they ask. Yes. Well, actually, no, New York. So here you go. New York, yes, it's, it's mentioned in the law. Um, so in New York, referring to paranormal activity at a home, courts will rescind the sale if the seller, one, takes unfair advantage of buyer's ignorance as to the house's uh, reputation of paranormal activity, and two, the seller herself creates and perpetuates that reputation. Okay. Now, I will say, if you legit feel like you live in a haunted house and you want to do sell that house, you might be able to get more than what you want for it because some people out there, especially nowadays, would want a haunted house for whatever fucking reason. People are nuts. You guys are or nuts. Or, like, worst case scenario, just turn it into a tourist attraction. <laughs> just turn it into a tourist attraction. Like, if you don't want to sell it, just fucking turn that shit into a tourist attraction. Airbnb that shit, haunted haunted house, you know, twelve hundred a night. You fucking make 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 your money back in a year. Yeah, just make people sign waivers that you 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 accept you know you accept no responsibility if they happen to die in your property. Um, call it a day. All right. right? Well, what's number seven? Just be like, look, house, we can work something out. Don't kill me. We can work something out. I'll put you on Airbnb, fresh souls every week. But not my soul, okay? We good with that? <laughs> so what's number seven on this list? Number seven is wear comfortable shoes. That's just a life, good life yeah. advice, period. I would also wear steel toe shoes. I mean, wear something you're cool running in. Yeah. Like, cause in a horror movie, you want to run. But, like, wear something that, that you want to run in that also can, like, deal with, like, muddy terrain. And, like, yeah, like, you don't want to slip. I, I'd, like, legit, I'd wear boots. Like some form like of good boots. comfortable boots yep. wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Some like a good running shoe wouldn't be bad. Yep. Uh, you want to avoid proms and other high uh, high school parties. Always. Okay. <laughs> All right. It never goes well. So if we're watching a horror movie in an asylum and I for whatever reason have to run the fuck out of the asylum and they're having like a a, a, the, a Halloween the closest, party the across the street. gathering is a Halloween prom at a fucking, fucking school or something. Don't stop there. Just keep running. All right. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, number nine, always assume your attacker is still alive. Yeah, 100%. Yep. Yep. And number 10 is keep your pants on. If you have also sex, you one, die. Also rule. 100%. Rule. The rule. Although I kind of want to see, like, I kind of want to see a killer happen. Though. Like, guy goes to, like, take a shit. And he's just taking a shit, and the killer's just like outside the door, like I'm gonna fucking kill you when you come out of there. I will say, like... I may try this if I ever am put into a situation where there is like somebody after me. You're gonna take your pants off and I'm start gonna, shrieking. I'm gonna pull, yeah, I'm gonna pull my pants down, go into a corner, and start jerking it. 
and I'm just gonna hope that they know the rule that they have to let me finish. You first. Let me finish in the Carter. Yeah, I'm gonna hope that they know that rule. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. So he'll be like, "Oh, I've seen SU. That's a rule. I got. I'll just stay here." I'll be like, "Dude, can you at least turn around? It's a little weird that you're watching." <laughs> Then I'll start making Fen Ming noises. <laughs> All right. So we've had life life advice with Devin on how to not die in a horror situation. Uh, we had getting real with Rob, which we're going to have another one next week about black holes because uh, apparently that was a dumb question because it seemed pretty obvious to everybody but me what would happen. Uh Donnie, do you have any last thing you want to say before we do the sign-offs? Yeah. What's up? Everything. I hate you. Where can you where can people find you on the internet if they want to contact you? At Jack's Forest Walker, all one word. Cool. I'll put your actual Twitter in there. Alright, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) I'll put your Facebook page in there. A link, to your Facebook, a, a link to your Facebook page. Like they don't like they ain't gonna see my damn name and be able to find me. <laughs> Fair. I think you are the only Donnie on my friends list. Um actually that's not true. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. Uh also listeners, if you someday become friends with Donnie on Facebook, someday might someone might send you a picture of his penis as revenge. <laughs> as you <laughs> shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> Oh man, just accept it with open. Never again. I wasn't even supposed to come on this. You tricked me and I forgot. What? Nobody ever changed the name of that episode, and I am offended. We we love you. Rob might not. Rob definitely doesn't. And if either one of you two did, one of y'all would have changed it. I can't. It's already posted. What's posted? So you can change it after it's posted. I can't. Wait, what episode are you referring to? I'm not saying it. And if somebody else says it, I'm leaving. Was I now on the episode? No, you were. It was you and Rob. That's all. Was it just a? Oh. It was one that I was gone for. That's why I didn't name the episode. The Naruto one. Oh, that episode. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I I physically can't change that episode. Yeah. Okay. So don't blame me, Donnie. Uh, I just said I didn't care. Devin, where can people find you on the internet? You guys can find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Pookie and on Twitch at Mr. D3. Oh, that's right. You changed it. It looks good, by the way. Uh, Thank you. Rob, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Professor underscore X and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Professor X. And on the 31st, you'll be able to find me on twitch.tv slash Distractions Media. You'll be able to see all of us there because we're all going to play and even Donnie because I'm going to because he's going to play Dead by Daylight with us. He just said he like would play with friends. So. Yep. And, uh, he loves us, so he's going to be there. Yeah. Wait, wait. Johnny likes playing right. with his friends? What? Yep. What, what happened? Uh, and as always, everybody, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Jax Forest Walker, all one word, on Twitch at DMWebby, and on Instagram at Patrick.Webster52, I think is the one. And uh, there will be a poll on the Facebook so you can. Yep. Um, so you can vote oh, for which on one we're going to watch for next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as always, everybody, thank you for listening and downloading. And we love you. Stay safe. And fuck Booster Gold. Fuck Booster Gold. 
I want to make a horror movie now that stars Booster Gold in it, but he gets mutilated. Yeah, he's like the first one dead. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back as a zombie, and then they kill him again. And then he comes back as a ghost, and they exercise him. Just I, like I want him to keep getting fucked the entire movie. There you go, Webs. I sent you the poll information. Okay. I hate Booster Gold so hard. Get your interest in 